we'd like to welcome you to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for November 23rd, 2020. Next report is nurse says COVID was a lie, but now the people are throwing blood clots all over and dying suddenly. Uh, this report goes to say, I received an email from a listener on my radio show who is a nurse. She claims that originally the entire COVID-19 was nowhere near the emergency it was made out to be. Well, that's absolutely what I heard as well. Okay. So I'm not going to read you something unless I've already seen confirmation of this over and over and over typically. I mean, regarding this subject, I, that's definitely the case. It goes on to say, but now young people aged 30 to 50 are coming into the hospitals dying and it's from, quote, throwing blood clots all over their bodies. Exactly. Okay, and this is Hal Turner. He says, this is exactly what happened to me on October 23rd. So it happened to Hal Turner. And this nurse is saying, this is one of the things that she's seen <coughs> as a nurse. Now, when you, when you throw blood clots, okay, according, it's kind of a slang term, but what is that going to set you up for? Well, set you up for a stroke in the brain, uh, if it winds up in your heart, give you a heart attack, anything that's going to occlude the arterial blood flow to either the brain or the heart, you're going to end up with, could, you could throw a blood clot into the legs and, and, you know, that could create a lot of problems in the, you know, the legs and particularly extremities and things of this nature. So, uh, Hal Turner says that's exactly what happened to me on October 23rd. He threw these blood. I'm going to give you his account of what happened to him. It goes on to say new disease, biotech, calling the herd by population control freaks. Here's the email I received from the nurse. Okay, so it says, I have been working on the front lines in acute medicine in a large northeastern hospital. When this all started, I was sure it was some kind of overblown hoax or a bioweapon that didn't turn out to be as bad as what they're trying to make us believe. Now, remember, when this all first started, you know, remember all the, the TikTok themes and the doctors dancing and, and, and all the stuff and, and how, you know, they had cut out all the elective surgeries, which was the primary way that hospitals made their money and, um, you know, empty waiting rooms and, and um, nobody in the hospital because all the elective surgeries have been suspended. Uh, and then the cases were totally overblown. So the this crew that they did have, in many cases, were able to just have a lot of downtime. Now, maybe that wasn't true for every single hospital. But for the most part, from what we were seeing, that was kind of what was going on. Okay, And um, so she says, my hospital was empty, despite TV news telling us that the hospitals are overflowing and we all need to be in the mask. I mean, let's just check Drudge today. You know, I try not to go there all the time um big j it shows this guy spraying the um now here's another thing i haven't even gotten into this yet but this is a dude in a full biohazard gear covered from head to toe and i mean we're not talking like he's he's in a full like uh like biohazard suit with the mask the goggles everything and he's spraying some type of only God knows what on a plane, a large uh, airline type plane, okay? You know, there's six seats across. Only God knows what that is. 
whatever disinfectant, you know it's there to kill you. Just like all the hand sanitizers. With the triclosan and what they call, call quats, I got into that recently, in the hand sanitizers, they're there to kill you and to sterilize you and to make sure that you know your endocrine system is wrecked and to give you cancer. They absorb right into you. You ever notice that? What happens to all the active ingredients? Do they just go up in, into the ether? Well, no, that's the alcohol evaporate. Well, okay, but what's left behind? Wouldn't that be the triclosane and all the and, and, and these quats that we had talked about? Just you can go go to um, I, I I reported on that recently, but go to uh, Mike Adams' website, Health Ranger, whatever, and um, just key in triclosan or hand sanitizer, triclosan or quats, Q U A T S. It's, it's all, all, every part of this agenda is designed to kill us. Every single part of us, of this, is designed to take you out in one way, shape, or form. And to sterilize you as well. So here's a guy spraying this on planes. And you don't, you get on a plane, you don't know you're being exposed to all this garbage. They're doing this in classroom settings. They're doing it probably a lot of places we're not even aware and they're not telling you. And you sit down on these seats and you have all kind of skin contact with this stuff. Only Lord knows what it's doing to you. No mask is going to protect you from that if it's if it's absorbing through your skin. And then the big, big headline, health officials make final plea before holiday. Peak tests, cases and hospitalizations. We're all going to die. We're all going to die. Absolute total overblown satanic insanity but only the lord knows what they're putting into you with these tests and they're getting all their false positives going up and then not only that they got you right where they want you when they could get something six inches into your head then they really can put something in you and really make you sick which is going to further perpetuate everything and that's why they want to ramp up these tests so bad because they realize that's the primary vehicle that they're getting into us it's just, and then it's going to be the vaccine. You you cannot give Satan that kind of access to your body. This is why I've avoided the, the, the medical system like a plague. I haven't saw a medical doctor in ugh, over 20 years of any way, shape, or form. Nothing. Nothing. And I'm doing pretty good. Granted, I'm a doctor. I'm a chiropractor. I specialize in clinical nutrition supplementation since 1993 board certified since uh took my boards but then had to do an internship and no i had to do an internship first then i took my boards because that qualified me to do the internship in florida and that was in 94 but i was practicing in 93 and specializing in you know what is the way that god might want us to take care of our body maybe if you've got a bone out of alignment from a chiropractic standpoint, maybe it'd be wise to put it back in. And if you can't hold the adjustment, maybe it's because you're low in the trace mineral manganese. And you take that trace mineral and all of a sudden you start holding your adjustments. Now there's, there's, there's other factors that can cause you to not hold adjustments and things of this nature. And there's other stuff you can do for the joints, but I found that was one of the most effective. And I saw my patients far less than the average chiropractor because I put them on a good manganese-based product if they weren't holding their adjustments and they started holding them. Therefore, they didn't need to come see me all the time, which was my goal. And then I also did all the other clinical nutrition on the side. 
which would help them with whatever else they were potentially dealing with. It wasn't I couldn't help every single person regarding that, but most I could. I, I was trying to take a um, a holistic approach. Now I know that's a, can be construed as a new age thing, but just a holistic, the body as a whole. Whereas drugs, you know, the medical profession says, oh no, you have this symptom, you take this drug. Symptom stupid, symptom bad, drug good. It makes symptom go away. That'd be like driving your car around constantly and your oil light starts coming on and let's say there's different lights that can come on. And then every time one of those lights come on, ah, you just take a black magic marker and you just X, you, you just fill that little light thing in so you can't see it anymore. Oh, another one came on here. There's another, and that's another drug you're taking. Another drug, another, until the drugs get you to a point where that underlying problem, you've swept it under the rug for so long. Now it is a 900 pound gorilla. And now it really did turn into a really big deal because you can't drug your body into good health. It's impossible. And now you are a surgical candidate or at bare minimum, you got to take a whole lot more drugs to counteract all the side effects that one drug gave you. And all the drugs are fatal, essentially, because if you take a whole bottle of any particular drug, it's probably going to kill you. You take a whole bottle of like whole food stuff that I have, well, it's maybe give you diarrhea at bare minimum, at worst, you know? The point I'm trying to make is the whole premise is flawed. Now, I'm all for emergency medicine and saving a life, get somebody out of the woods, like somebody's in a car accident, whatever. I'm all for that. But beyond those parameters, you cannot drug your body into good health. And typically, you can't surgery your body into good health. Now, I have a ligament from another person in my left knee from a, AC, a total ACL tear I got back in, oh man, that was like 84, 83 or 84, when I was like just going into high school. Could never play any high school sports because of it. Had the guy that did the um, all the knee surgeries and all the orthopedic surgeries for the Miami Dolphins and the Florida Gators, Dr. Delicato did my knee, uh, did my surgery back in, oh, was it 88? I don't know. Around there. They used a cadaver transplant back then. I don't know if they do that now. And um, that was a great surgery. It didn't totally fix my knee because I had messed it up really bad. But it got me to the point where I could actually, you know, play some kind of sports. Not, I mean, I was never anything but I could lift weights and things of this nature. That's why I gravitated to that because I felt like I could lift weights and that could be done in a controlled manner. You know, it wasn't heaving weights around or, or creating a lot of injury of risk there. Um, so I'm not against, like, if you have to have an orthopedic surgery for something, you know, if God hasn't healed it or, or whatever and, and that's the route you gotta go, I'm not against that. But I'm talking about trying to use the medical pharma cartel to gain health to make you a healthier person generally speaking all the drugs are going to create a toxic environment and create a lot of stress on the liver and the kidneys and gum it up real good because the liver has to break down all those metabolites from all the drugs which are all chemicals so there's just so many things in our everyday world that are just designed to kill you slowly typically they want to have lifetime customers they like lifetime misery and that's why i've said i, I just try to avoid it and, and all this stuff with the covid19 that we're seeing now and, and how they're just trying to bring in the medical 
pharma and just force vaccinate you and the whole nine yards all that's done is confirm to me that i have been on the right track for like 30 some something years on this because i i got you know i was even before i went to chiropractic college i was getting very much clued into this yeah over 30 years at this point so this is just pure confirmation all this all the the, the medical pharma the, the masks are all coming off we're seeing exactly where they're bringing this they're just going to try to make it to the point where you can't do anything unless you know you get these stinking satanic luciferian soul damning dna changing cyborg making vaccines and everything like you see on drudge or the mainstream like this garbage health officials make final plea before holiday and probably what's going to happen i estimate that a lot of people aren't going to abide by these insane social distancing guidelines for thanksgiving like here in this state in north carolina you can't have more than 10 people gather and what they're going to say is there's probably going to be this massive massive outbreak after thanksgiving because of all the leniency the satanic governments have given us guaranteed they're going to ramp up the testing after thanksgiving and 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 get all these false positives that they're getting either by the test being contaminated or by all the things the pcr tests are fraught with that we just listened to in the last audio and they're going to blame it all on thanksgiving and all the people that didn't social distance and weren't wearing their masks between bites at thanksgiving and people that gathered more than 10 in a house so my friend uh greg he just told me the other day that, Co- that our Governor Cooper's playing on really, really ratcheting it down after Thanksgiving. He's been too good to us. Satan's been way too good to us. And now we're really going to feel the pain after Thanksgiving. I hope I'm wrong. But this is what I'm, I'm hearing. That this is, they, they got to ratchet, ratchet this up some way, right? I mean, if they're going to take us into COVID-21, if they're going to get us all on UBI or try to, they're not going to get me. I don't believe they're going to get my listeners. But if they're going to try to get us on UBI and and, and and to ramp up all the the hysteria, they've got to they've got to just keep putting out lies and more lies and more lies. And if the test kits really are contaminating people and really are making them sick, and they're labeling that as COVID nineteen, that's going to be a hard thing to fight, other than God intervening, which it can happen. And that's why I did that that study, the last study I did. So let's go further here. I'm sorry, I'm really getting off on some rants here today. Uh, So she's saying that um, my hospital, despite the TV news, is telling us the hospitals are overflowing and we all need to be in masks. I have known all along the whole thing is not what they're telling us. As I have always suspected that our regular flu, respiratory failure, or ARDS patients, etc. are being labeled as COVID. Absolutely. And even, even ones that aren't that. You stub your toe, you die to COVID. You know? You see, I, I told you what they did to my to my aunt. She was testing negative, 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 negative. They finally got to the point where, like, we don't care. We're just going to put you in a COVID unit. And she was dead within a week. It was, it was out of the area. You couldn't go see her because, again, they got you right where they want you. 
if you're in the hospital or in a nursing home or any of those care, they're gonna, I mean, they're just gonna put you on the respirator, the ventilator, and kill you real quick because that's what it does. It's designed to do. Then they get that thirty-nine grand when they get you on the ventilator, and then they get their death, death certificate and label it as COVID. It's that sick. It's that evil. But see, I'm I am the oddball bad guy because I'm not going along with all this stuff. You know. I'm not to be trusted because of that. I'm not going along with what the church, the 501c3 sold out to Satan, church is telling you. All those ministries out. Haven't heard one yet go against this. Not one mainstream one yet. They're all stinking cowards. And all they care about is themselves and their money. Have they no fear of God I don't, I, I, all I can, that's what I boil it down to. How could they possibly have any fear of God? Are they doing unto them, uh, under their neighbor as they would have done unto themselves? Would they want to be deceived? Evidently they would because that's the way they're treating their neighbor. So then she says, these types of patients are being labeled as COVID thanks to these faulty manipulated tests. Aspiration pneumonia is common in the elderly and lots of these patients are labeled as COVID. That is a fact. Like I said, anything respiratory, any common cold, flu, any kind of antibodies in your system from a previous flu shot, any of this stuff she just mentioned, all of that will be labeled as COVID. But it goes far beyond that. People like that, you know, are in car accidents and, and, you know, or... (laughs) like all of these cases that we've talked about in the last months where they died, had nothing to do with COVID yet. It was a COVID death. Well, they got to get their money somehow. They're cooking the books beyond belief and they, and they're, and it's only going to get worse unless, you know, there's some type of divine intervention at this point. My conclusion was always that this is an election year, deep state psyop to destroy the economy, mandate vaccines, and all that New World Order stuff. Clearly, there has been no real pandemic in the way that the media portrays. I still believe all that, but something has changed in the last two weeks. Actually, about a month ago, resources were drastically cut without us being told anything other than the usual lies for management. Well, wouldn't if you really wanted to amplify something and make it worse, wouldn't you, like if you were in a war and you needed bullets and tanks and and everything that you would need for war more food more water more all the logistics well you're in this war and then all of a sudden your commander comes to you and says you know what we're gonna we're gonna give you about half of what you got even though what you got wasn't enough to fight the war now we're gonna cut out about half of that so try that one on for size you know like it or lump it type of thing well that's what's being done to them uh, so she goes on to say, I still believe all that, but something changed about two weeks ago. Um, our, our resources were drastically cut without being told anything other than the usual lies for management. Then we are suddenly being hit hard with patients in their thirties and forties with COVID. And these people are extremely ill and it is different than what we've been seeing along with all the alleged quote COVID victims. So in other words, they knew this, this is the second wave, guys. This is what we've been talking about. Now, it's a created scamdemic second wave, 
all by design on purpose, most likely from the contaminated tests. But they knew this was going to be the case. They knew that maybe they were rolling out a new batch of contaminated tests. And they knew that was going to generate a whole lot more people in their hospitals. And so strategically, Satan says, now nah, I'm going to cut off about half of what I've been giving you. Even though that wasn't probably enough, now you're really going to feel the burn. Yeah, that's basically what it sounds like happened to me. Then she said they, meaning these quote COVID victims, are throwing clots everywhere and that is what kills them. Did they release a second wave? Is it a bad flu season that appears to look like what they are calling COVID? Or is it something else completely that has no name yet? Something completely evil is up. Resources and supplies were disappearing before we started getting slammed with this latest batch of COVID. The hospitals in this area are on their knees. Staffing and resources are vanishing in conjunction with additional patients who are very, very ill. Now, notice that, remember what we said before about what she even said before. When this all started, it was like, come on, really? The hospitals are empty. You know, doctors doing TikTok videos, doing their little dance videos and all this other stuff. Now, I'm not saying that was true every single place, but a lot of places it was. But now all of a sudden, it's the real deal. So see, what this is doing is it's actually giving teeth to what Drudge is saying and to what people like on Facebook that I'm witnessing are saying that actually are working in the hospitals because to them, it looks like COVID's second wave is it and some kind of new crazy stuff is happening. And man, my, my uncle's got it and my, my aunt's got it now again. Oh man, it's really ramping up again. And now everybody's getting into this froth and fervor over that. And the thing is, is that it's real. Now, I'm not saying it's not still a scam, but the people are in the hospitals and they actually are getting sick. It's probably from the contaminated test kits. Or maybe it's a, a combination of the contaminated test kits and them chemtrailing us with some kind of binary agent. Or maybe it's something in the water supply, some tertiary agent that you got to do all three, but then you get sick. I don't know. But see, how do you argue with somebody like that? That's why I didn't bother with the guy on Facebook because I'm like, he's not going to believe me when I tell him the test kits are contaminated. He's not going to believe that. So I said, strike while the iron's hot. Get whatever information you can get out now while you still can regarding like the, the vaccines and everything else. I've, I've tried to provide as much resources as I possibly can from this ministry, all for free. Because there's going to come a time when people are just going to, they don't care what you're saying because they're seeing it with their own eyes. Therefore, you put something negative about the Pfizer vaccine, whereas before you might have had a window, now they're just forget it. I don't, I don't want to hear your conspiracy theories. I know my, my uncle died in the hospital from COVID. He was, he was fine one day, got tested, sick the next, went in there. Thank God he got tested, but it wasn't enough. He's dead. And honestly... That's why I'm doing this teaching today. I wasn't even going to do a teaching today, but I was really convicted the fact that I see this coming. I see what they're doing. This is how they're generating the second wave hysteria. What I just told you. The devil is good at what he does, guys. He's good. He's been around a lot longer than we have. And his devils and demons have too. And they have specific jobs. And they're good at them. 
And that's what I'm seeing. So she goes on to say, so the resources and supplies are getting disappearing now. The hospitals are on their knees. Staffing and resources are vanishing in, in conjunction with additional patients who are very ill. Yeah. They probably just got tested. Too few beds, staff, equipment. Support staff and departments for nurses and doctors are being scaled back. Back in the spring and summer, nothing was happening. But now the ER looks like a third world zoo and the staff cannot cope. If you have to give an emergency IV meds, I have to fight to get a DAMN IV pump. She cussed several times, but I was trying to edit all that out. I missed one there. Let me just, okay. I have to fight to get the IV pump and other equipment needed. We are not being stocked. It's like the budget for supplies is gone. Of course. That would be an easily predictable satanic tactic, <laughs> which would make the situation all the more resemble something like pandemonium. On top of this, our regular medical patients with COPD, chronic heart failure, um, and uh, kidney failure are coming in sicker and sicker because the community care they need to manage their chronic illness is collapsing because all the other resources are being used up with these new, quote, COVID patients. This is happening. See, we're not going to be able to use the argument anymore of nobody's in the hospitals. It's all scamdemic. They know it is, people that are working there. And if they've drank the Kool-Aid already and they're all in on this, this is just going to reaffirm whatever narrative they've already got in their head. I've been warning about the second wave. This is how they're going to bring in the whole COVID-21 thing next year. Well, think about it. They can't bring in COVID-21 until it's the year 2021. We'll see if that happens. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll shed enough light on it ahead of time where they won't be able to use that. I don't know. But there's a lot of predictive programming. Remember that, that show Songbird that I played you? That movie coming out where it's COVID-23? Well, that's how they're doing it in two-year increments. COVID-19 for the year 1919. Now, remember, COVID-19 stands for Certificate of Vaccine Identification. And then one is the letter A, if you look at it on the alphabet. A is the first letter. Nine is the letter I. So Certificate of Vaccine Identification AI, meaning it's the automated intelligence that's going to put all this into position. The D-Wave quantum computers working um, and all that garbage. CERN opening up portals of evil and darkness and things of this nature. All of this is contributing to this wickedness that we're seeing increase by the day and the lies that we just are constantly being bombarded with. So she says the, the hospital looks like a third world zoo. The staff cannot cope. We're not being stocked. Um, I've been in healthcare 20 years and I've never seen anything this bad. I have no idea what is happening. I can only tell you that I'm seeing what I'm seeing and it is giving me a bad feeling. The hospital administration is never honest with nurses and doctors and is refusing to talk to us and answer questions to hear our concerns as per usual. Why? Because they're the father of the devil and, you know, they're going to do as they're satanically told to do. You know, all the higher-ups 
And I'm not talk, talking about all the people who work in the hospital are that way. I'm just saying that a lot of the higher ups that are giving the the orders from the top is what I mean. Yeah, they're going to just tell everybody, clam up, do your job. Then she says, any request for help or whistleblowing on unsafe patient conditions within the hospital gets labeled as bad a bad attitude. <laughs> how convenient. Now, Hal Turner said, this is precisely what happened to me on October 23rd of this year when I awoke at 4.30 a.m. with severe chest pains and recall saying to myself, this can't be happening. I had quadruple bypass surgery for clogged arteries 17 months ago. I just, the, the heart surgery thing just, is just, your arteries are placked up and their solution is either angioplasty, which squishes the fat, the fat plaque, it opens up a hole in the heart, doesn't fix anything, but then again, they don't ever really want to fix anything, they just want to keep you going, perpetuate you, make you a lifetime customer, or they bypass it with stints. Meaning, well, it's clogged up there and yeah, it caused a heart attack. So let's bypass it with a stint. Go around it because that'll fix the problem. No, that doesn't fix the problem either. It's like putting a Band-Aid on it. That's it. Gives you a little more time. And let's make the stint Plavix dependent on top of it. Meaning of the blood thinner Plavix, which is essentially like Wayfarin, which was the original ingredient in rat poison. I'm not lying. Wayfarin is the original ingredient rat poison and it's still used. These blood, these blood thinners are horrible, have horrible side effects and were the original ingredient in rat poison. It's what killed the rat. It was 99% good rat food and 1% poison and the poison is what killed the rat because they bled out because it would create such thin, thin blood in the rat that the rat would die. Like, Give it to this day to the people, though. It's all good, fine and dandy cotton candy. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Well, that's what they've been doing. That's what I said. If it was me. Well, then again, somebody comes to me and this has happened. Well, I got this. I had a heart attack and, and they totally went off the protocol I had them on before. And, and they weren't doing what I was saying. And, and they had a heart attack years later. Because what we had been doing had worked for years. And. It gave them, it bought them a lot more time, but then eventually they got replacked up again and eh, they had a heart attack and uh, this happened to a traveling uh, missionary, chalk artist in America that I know. And um, he says, well, yeah, I got this, I got this uh, stint put in from this heart attack I had, but it's Plavix dependent. What can you do to help me? I said, I'm not going to say his name, but I said, um, I can't do anything to really help you because... I cannot give you natokinase anymore because you cannot take Plavix and natokinase at the same time. Natokinase is the natural enzyme that I'm going to discuss next that naturally keeps your blood thin and will dissolve blood clots. And it has all kind of research behind it. We're going to discuss it at length. And, but you can't take that because your stint all by stinking satanic design is Plavix dependent. I don't even know how they pull that off. But meaning the stint does not work unless you're taking the drug Plavix. What a scam! Now you got to be on Plavix till the day you die if you want to live. And I don't know a way around that. Maybe praying that God would make the stint non-Plavix dependent. 
I don't know. Or dissolving the stint and clearing your arteries open. I'm not saying God can't do that. But the odds are it's probably not going to happen. So I, I really couldn't do a whole lot for him. I couldn't. It's the biggest scam going. Wouldn't it be smarter just to take some EDTA, preferably IV chelation? And I'm not selling it, guys. I'm not trying to make a buck off it. I don't sell EDTA chelation either oral or... There's three forms. I don't sell any of it. Not, I, I just don't. I, I can't... The, the, the oral one, I can't compete with the prices you can get it for. And I'm not going to charge you something double, you know, for something that you can whatever... I'd just rather tell you where to go get it. So, wouldn't that be smarter? Just to take some chelation? IV is the, is the strongest way to do it. It will work the quickest. But again, that's not a substitute for eating a horrible diet and having sky-high blood sugar, like a lot of people have done. And another pastor did that. Yeah, he got 40... 40 sessions of IV chelation, he was good for a while, and all of a sudden he got all plaque back up again. A couple of years later. Well, turns out his blood sugar was sky high, and his, his triglycerides were sky high, and he just re-plaqued up. Because he really wasn't making the dietary modifications that he needed to be making in order to keep his blood sugar in check, which was what really was causing all the blood lipids to go nuts. That's why I'm glad I'm out of private practice, to be honest. I just, uh, <laughs> you can't force somebody. You, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. <laughs> I do help people still, but I put the ball in their court. I'm like, here's the information. Do with it what you will. But I have no obligation regarding this. I'm giving you information that's probably could easily save your life. And I'm not even charging you for it. I'm not. I'm giving you information that's taken me about 30 years to acquire as an alternative doctor. I really feel like if I was in practice and not doing like the ministry, I probably would have a million dollar easily a year practice. I think I could have that. I do. And I know that sounds cocky. I know that sounds maybe arrogant, but I think in the right setting, I could do that. And I'm talking not even gouging people. I think I could sell enough clinical nutrition that they would need not because I'm trying to get rich, but that they would need, because I see such an incredible need for this, but I can only do like so much. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to come off cocky with that. I'm just saying there's a tremendous need and there's very few doctors in alternative medicine that are actually doing it. I don't know. I don't want to say much beyond that. So many of them are, are, are wrapped up in new age. And then you get into that sticky wicket. And that's a whole other thing to deal with. You know, can we just keep the new age out of it? Just kind of give the body what it needs to work. It's really not that complicated. You know, you can do, the body can do amazing and wonderful things if it's provided the right stuff. We're fearfully and wonderfully made. My only job would be just giving the body the right stuff and letting your body heal itself and do its own thing. And giving God all the credit, the praise, and the glory. I chose not to go that route because I felt like this ministry was far more important because I think that, you know, I could do that and 
have this practice, but then stand before God and say, well, yeah, we helped all these people, but all these people ended up going, or so many of them went to hell because they were being destroyed for lack of knowledge regarding the really, really, really important stuff. So I felt led to go this direction. I don't regret it. Praise the Lord. I don't, I honestly, I don't, that whole thing about money's nice and everything, but man, it's not anything that I'm like obsessed with in any way, shape or form. I'm grateful for, for what the Lord's given me. I am grateful. I don't need to have the Ferraris and all that other garbage. And, and the Bible says that tends to corrupt you too. <laughs> I mean, Jesus said it was easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. So, you know, it's probably all for the best. Anyway, so going further here, uh, what I was going to say though, is if I send somebody a file on something, like a newsletter I've authored, understand I have went through and remodified that newsletter sometimes possibly 10 or 15 times made it better i'm giving you information that's literally you you might not be able to get it an alternative doctor at all they may not have the knowledge base guys they may not have the knowledge base very few chiropractors do and there's even fewer that aren't totally wrapped up in new age so when i send out something like that for free the problem is is if you get something for free you tend not to value it I'm just telling you, that's what I'm providing. And I don't charge for it and I don't ask money for it. Just here, hope it's a blessing for you. You can choose to implement it or you can choose not to implement it. A lot of the stuff, a lot of times, I'm not even, I don't have any direct way to even make any money off it. I'm not trying to, like EDT calculation, I don't sell any version of it. There's three versions. There's the IV, okay which is the most potent way to do it it's also the most expensive way it's also the most painful way it's also the most time-consuming way okay and the only way you're going to get it's from an md and there's not a lot to do it because it's frowned upon because it actually fixes the problem to a certain extent now yes it will deplaque you but if you're eating a horrible diet like this one particular pastor i was talking about well then you're just going to get replaqued up so you might want to stay on it. <laughs> it's not going to fix your blood sugar. Okay. There are supplemental ways you can fix it, but you also have to have some discipline with your diet is the point I'm trying to make. And then there's the, the second most powerful version is the suppository version. Okay. And that is probably the best happy medium I know of because the oral version of EDTA chelation is cheap but the absorption rate's horribly bad. It's like 5% or something. It's not good. Now, if you do it with some DMSO drops in the mouth, that bumps the absorption rate up. So for somebody on a budget, if you do oral EDTA chelation with a little bit of pharmaceutical grade DMSO, it's a good way to go. Now, if you wanna know more about it, just email me, I'll send you a file on it. And you can, and again, I don't sell any version of EDTA. I'm not trying to get rich off you, okay? <laughs> or make money. Um, and then the other version is, well, this is the suppository. And then that ver that version, um, I give you the info on that. I, I can't remember the name right off the bat. And it's, it's more expensive and yeah, it's a suppository, so that's not the greatest. But um, I think that that is a really good happy medium on the chelation. 
uh, thing there because you're going to get a much higher absorption in that regard. Anyway, I've said more than I probably needed to. I'm, I'm, I'm totally got, got off the rails here with, as far as that. Um, let me see here. Uh, so I'll, I'll end with the last sentence there. Um, oh, well, this is what then Hal Turner said. This is what happened to me. He said, I had a quadruple bypass surgery for clogged heart arteries 17 months ago. Okay. So, and in fact, it was just about four days earlier. My cardiologist told me a, and again, why aren't the, why aren't the medical doctors telling him, why don't you just go get some EDTA chelation? No, they're not going to suggest that at all. No. Just wait until it really turns into a big thing and either the heart attack will kill you or you'll barely survive and you'll have to get bypass surgery at the time. But we can crack your old chest cavity open and make, you know, a cool hundred grand or whatever they make off that. Because see, that's how they make their money. Meanwhile, take all these stinking drugs that really aren't fixing the problem at all. All they're doing is kind of suppressing the symptoms of your heart problems that are clearly caused from placking and your liver being gummed up and your kidneys not functioning properly and your blood being too thick and you eating the wrong diet. We wouldn't want to actually address the source of the problem. Now I have a whole newsletter I've done on cardiovascular issues, which gets into as many facets of that as I can give you. So if you want that, just email me. I'll send that to you. But just... Like I said, if some if anybody's emailing me anymore and, and they're and they're emailing me long emails, I, I it's almost I, I can't I can't uh, read them all. I can't do it. So, um, <laughs> he says. In fact, I was cho- showed four days earlier that my cardiologist told me a CTA scan of my chest showed everything inside my heart and lungs was normal. Okay. I went to the hospital and was found to be in myocardial infarction. Again, two of the four heart bypasses developed blood clots. Now, this could be a situation where he actually was throwing blood clots. I don't know how many times he's been tested for COVID. Um, again, is this part of the 5G kicking in? He lives in a very, very rural, or not rural. He lives in, a, he lives in like, uh, he lives in the big, the big city area. Okay, he publishes his, home address all the time (laughs) oh man he's something else uh his version of of healthcare is centrum silver the the (laughs) that's what he said everybody he says i take centrum silver and i'm like oh my word do you realize the porta potty industry had many well i'm assuming they still have the problem unless they found a way to actually make these things degrade in the body they probably have because they would rather kill you with them than than help you with them i mean if if you look at the ingredient list on something like centrum silver or flintstone vitamins or these other they're they're designed to kill you pretty much they're they're typically the worst form of the vitamins and minerals you can get forms that your body if they can digest them like calcium carbonate for instance takes 13 steps to convert into usable calcium in the bloodstream which is known as calcium bicarbonate not carbonate but bicarbonate 13 steps well that takes your body has to throw a lot of stuff at that cheap calcium carbonate oyster shell dolomite ground up rocks in order for it to actually convert it to something your body can use that's all by design too but back in the day they were having this problem where the companies that own porta potties if you went there you would typically see this mountain of mountains of these piles of things behind their 
wherever they were emptying or, or, or these porta potties. And when you went up to these mounds, you could, and I heard, I've heard this from multiple different sources that you could see, ah, one a day, ah, Centrum Silver, because it was like imprinted into like the, the, um, the vitamin pill. And they, they were so indigestible. They were passing through Geritol. They were passing through the people undigested and being excreted. And they were building up in the porta potties. And they were, they were, it was, a, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe they've, they've turned the, the pills that they can actually digest now or done something to them where that doesn't happen. It, it was almost better that they weren't absorbing the things in them though, to be honest. So, um, he goes on to say, uh, I went to the hospital, found that I had a myocardial infarction again, two of the four two of the four heart bypasses develop blood clots and one of those bypasses the one that feeds my left circumflex artery was 100 blocked by blood clots now a blood clot would be different than just placking and placking it because see placking is gradual now granted you can throw a plaque and and it can cause a heart attack but a lot of times what happens is the placking which is like just think of like built up fats or lipids in the arteries and they're accumulating in in like just think of rubber pipe and they get they accumulate and they accumulate and they accumulate until they get to the point where it's so narrow that there's the blood can't get through and then you have a heart attack because a heart attack is basically a a lack of um the, the the blood supply to a part of your heart gets cut off due to occlusion or blockage of the artery feeding the heart muscle and then you have a heart attack Okay, which is not to be confused with a Big Mac attack. And if you remember back in the 80s, they had those Big Mac attack McDonald's commercials. And that was a real thing. A lot of people had Big Mac attacks back then. Hey, sorry, a little, little humor there. Anyway, um, so I looked that up on YouTube. If you, I, I did, I, I look up dumb stuff like that from the past or whatever, you know, a simpler time when the Big Mac attack was a real thing. Anyway, so going forward here... Um, he says that was 100% blocked by blood clots. No flow, that was the culprit causing my trouble on October 23rd with the second heart attack. Okay, yeah. Now I hear this nurse and they are being swamped with dozens of young people who are throwing clots all over the place, quote, and dying. See, it only takes one blood clot to kill you. It goes to the you know, wrong part of the brain, you die, you just turn off. Or goes to your heart, and you have a massive heart attack, drop over and die. Well, mission accomplished by Satan. Now I hear, um, okay, so throwing clots just like I did without any reason at all. A sudden burst of blood clots takes place inside and clogs something up like a heart artery, the lung, the brain. The next thing you know, the person's dead. I agree. Yeah. Incidentally, the hospital I was in performed a COVID test on me that day. And the test came back negative. So he, it doesn't sound like he had had the COVID test prior to this new heart attack, but how long ago was it because he's very medically oriented that he had had COVID, a COVID test though? I don't know. I don't know. Again, is it a combination of a previous COVID test? Them amping up the 5G, them putting something new in the chemtrails, then putting something new in the water supply. 
Remember there was that, I heard like there was a Batman episode a long time ago, like the old Batman. And, and like, it was a combination of taking the cosmetics and the, and the, the, the soap and the shampoo and he put them all together and you had binary and tertiary agents. And that's what caused the problem to happen. Well, I think that might be what we're dealing with here. Something like that. I don't know. Oh, but interesting me, my white blood cell count was elevated. Now I'm leaving this part in because of what I'm going to read you another first-hand testimonial from a long-time listener nurse. Next, remember this part. His white blood cell count was elevated. Hmm. In a normal person, the white blood cell count is around 4,000 to 11,000. Mine was 17,490 on 10-23-2020, indicating my body was fighting off something. But it wasn't a major something if it was major, the white blood cell count would have been around 22,000. But mine was only in the 17,000 range. So it was not a big deal, but something was going on. Okay. The next day, my white blood cell count dropped to 15,760. My final day in the hospital, it dropped to 11,440. So kind of on the upper end of the normal range in his last day of the hospital. Okay. So whatever my body was fighting off was gone. And my white blood cell count was returning to normal. Now, was that the reason that his body started throwing the clots? Because maybe his blood, white blood cell count was very, very high going into the hospital. And maybe that's what caused it. I don't know. He says, I don't know what or if it was related to the clotting. My guess is, is it's not related. I kind of would differ on that. But I offer that as incidental information because I happen to know the facts from the test for that day i'm glad he gave us that extra information especially about what i'm going to get into so what is causing people to die suddenly and without warning develop so many blood clots that they're dying from it we are not being told the facts by our government public servants i don't know what it is that we're facing yet but i can tell you this it hit me suddenly without warning i me personally was it was within minutes of being dead and it is not COVID. Wow. Okay. So I looked at the I looked at the replies, the comments underneath this for more opinions and confirmations potentially. One person said, um, "I too am a frontline registered nurse in a facility with COVID nineteen. I totally agree with this nurse. Our outcomes were exactly like hers." Remember, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, a thing is established, according to the Bible. Then we've already had three. This is the third witness. I do want to say that no natural corona seasonal flu cases causes young people to throw clots. Okay. It appears there is another virus that has been loosed upon us. She might be right. What might they be doing extra now to cause this second wave what might they be putting in the tests now to cause this or in the chemtrails or in the water or maybe a combination of all and even things i'm not talking about hmm i don't know um also all the equipment being reduced as well as staffing is done on purpose to maximize the chaos they will soon label this as the new CV-21 bug. <laughs> yeah, she's right. 
COVID-21 next, unless there's enough light shed upon it, and then they say, oh, we've been... But I, I think they'll do it. Then another comment says, what if all the COVID-19 tests are the cause of the blood clots? Ah, yeah. Do you think Satan's going to waste that opportunity to get six inches into your head, the most vulnerable part of, of your sinus cavity that is where it's thinnest to the to the brain like a little mesh system there called the cribriform plate you think satan is going to waste that opportunity to not implant something in you now i'm not saying every test kit maybe is contaminated i don't know the only way to know that for sure would be to take a cross section of a ton of different kits and put them under some type of microscope and or testing where they could actually find out I, I, it's speculation but it sure seems weird to me that they're so bent on getting that far in your head when they could get the same dna material from a cheek swab and or at bare minimum from a nasal swab right inside your nose not going six inches into your head i, I don't buy it i don't i don't buy their their you know whatever just lying justifications they're using another another comment read my brother's girlfriend in her late 60s had to she, have a girlfriend in your late 60s okay um had to go to the icu for blood clots uh okay so there's more confirmation Im immediately they said it was covid ah wow okay isn't that convenient so covid blood clots now it's the new normal few days in the icu and she was released hmm she knew something was up because her o2 levels were down she get an o2 monitor to check your blood oxygen levels well your o2 is down especially if you're living in a 5g saturated area or an area that's bringing 5g online because 5g totally interferes with oxygen absorption and if you're wearing masks all the time that totally interferes with oxygen absorption you go into respiratory acidosis from all the carbon dioxide you're inhaling back into your system among other things then another comment said coincidence the 5g and the smart meters were allegedly ramped up during the last two months with full power turned on as of as of october 28th now he gives three different links here one naturalnews.com 5g devices beam weapons with weaponized electronics and then a two other from two other sources for a, a total of four links so yeah yeah the smart meters too and the 5g and if you're in an area that has more saturation of those things you're going to be way more susceptible to having your o2 levels all messed up then another comment said my smart meter in illinois, in illinois was causing heart palpitations and rapid heart beating i had to faraday cage it now you can buy those faraday cages like on ebay they're not expensive i would highly advise doing it i did it to mine okay uh, i didn't have one for a long 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 time and then finally you know and i'm in a situation where i can't do a whole lot about it just because of the way i choose to live so i got mine caged though i got mine caged and um i'm doing other things that i can do but um let's see here but you can get those those faraday cages for the smart meters uh, like 
for cheap on YouTube on uh, eBay. Okay, they're not that expensive. She said, I had a Faraday cage that blocked the wall to protect myself from the pulse, meaning she blocked the wall from the inside. Good, good idea. I also think 5G has something to do with this. Uh, it was developed as a weapon and has the ability to microwave us. Then, another one. Another comment said, interesting. This is, this is happening. In this report, um, middle-aged to young people in the Northeast, just after they ramped up the deployment of 5G, has gone full bore. Uh, the group affected has the most, the most online time being on 5G. Now, this is written so disjointedly, I apologize, uh, of the population as a whole. Okay, the group affected has the most online time being on 5G of popular. Okay, so in other words, the middle-aged to young people are, are the most exposed demographic to 5G of the population as a whole. Okay. I bet a great majority are getting the newest Apple or Android uh, iPhones in droves as I write this. Kind of curious coincidence. So that's, a, that's another thing to think about. Absolutely. Then another quote said, the 5G is most likely looking for a new strain named COVID-21. <laughs> then we will have proof of the pandemic, which is already, which we already actually do have enough proof, but that'll just be more. Then another comment read, what gives credibility to the idea of either a more deadly strain of COVID-19 or a second virus. Now, again, will they label this as COVID-21, what we're seeing now that's making them throw these clots? Because we've only got, we've only got another, I mean, when I publish this, you know, like another eight days or whatever, seven days in November, and then 31 days in December, I don't know. Will that be when they come out and say, oh, we've got a new strain and it's COVID-21? I don't know, we'll see. Okay, um, so let me, let me read that last line again. What gives credibility to the idea of either a more deadly strain of COVID-19 or a second virus has been the obvious disinformation campaign we have endured for the last nine months, really longer. Why and to what end? Step one, excite and condition the herd with extreme rhetoric and a mild virus to bring out the naysayers and the herd becomes careless. Then, step two, bring out a more severe virus to discredit the naysayers, like me, obviously, and promote officialdom as the reason, the voice of reason, which will protect the herd with harsh rules, restricted freedoms, vaccines, etc., basically to bring forth a new world order. Yeah, I think you may have a really good point there. Because, see, with this second wave here, this blood clot throwing wave these people that actually really are getting sick and evidently dying but from the blood clots they probably won't even reveal that or maybe they'll say that's part of the new mutation of the covid19 virus into the covid21 if they've actually if they're actually able to produce verifiable things like this then what it's going to do is make all the people that for all these months have been saying it's no big deal like me and it's a scam it's going to make us look we're going to be discredited because we were wrong all along even though this is all totally part of the plan i want you to hear it here first because that's most likely what's coming they've got to find the, the biggest obstacle they're facing right now is 
vaccine hesitancy. So if they can discredit the people that other people were putting their trust in up until now and say, listen, this is real. Look at all these people dying. It's because all you vaccine hesitant devils out there uh, discrediting the COVID-19 pandemic and encouraging people not to wear the mask and encouraging people not to get tested and encouraging people not to take the vaccine. You're the fault of all this. And the result of all that because of you is that now we've got this new horrible strain that's killing people at a much higher rate than the COVID-19 was. I could see this a mile away. Don't fall for it. You know, they hit that internet kill switch. You know, you're going to have to rely on your knowledge base you've got. Never fall for any type of trick that Satan's going to use because you know this agenda is satanic. And the devil is good at what he does. And this is the next deception that I see. Now, from a longtime listener, Patricia, longtime um, nurse, okay? And I asked her about this. I sent her that information I just read you, okay? I wanted to get her opinion. Now, we've already got three confirmations in the article itself. And then I, this is from Patricia. She says, well, I will confirm this. We are having an awful, awful time getting supplies. This is across the board. I'm not just talking about personal protection equipment here or swabs here, which would make total sense after we were consuming them rapidly because I'm sure they're being told to just test, 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 test. Because they know they're going to get their false positives that way. And they know they're going to be implanting this garbage in people. And therefore, you know, they're, uh, that's why they wouldn't do it. Well, anyway, then she says, I am talking about reagents and other supplies. We have to, we must have to run a lab and should not be affected. And we are not, and are not made in, in say China, to the best of my knowledge. In the lab, I do not have access to the patient's charts. I do, so I do not have a solid information on what their diagnosis or their symptoms are. The COVID tests we are doing in-house are mostly negative. The COVID tests we are sending out and we are sending them out by the hundreds, we are a small hospital where she's at, are mostly negative, but I don't know the percentages. It is unreal how much COVID testing we are doing. Once again, I need to state here that the vast majority of these tests are negative, okay? And that's fine. But again, I think it depends what batch you're getting. I think it depends what company you're getting your COVID tests from. There's a lot of things that factor in on that. And a lot of it too. Okay, what if they test negative, but they're still implanting stuff in you? mission still accomplished okay i mean you know so that's just something to think about i still want to trust them but um now then she goes on to say this what does shock me is this i used to work as a generalist meaning someone who does every discipline in the lab in the early 90s in a small hospital that served a rural county fast forward to 2020 I have retrained and I am now working as a generalist again in a small hospital that serves a rural county. I started working here during the COVID outbreak, so I don't know any different. Now that our volume is picking up because we are seeing actual patients now, so she is seeing an uptick in patients. I have never seen so many patients in my life with such high white blood cell counts. What did Hal Turner just say? Kind of off the cuff, incidentally, just to throw it in that when he threw the two clots, his white blood cells were elevated. Pretty, you know, pretty significantly. 
Huh. Isn't that weird? And she's saying she's saying the same thing. Huh. But remember, she doesn't have access to the patient's charts. So the same thing could be going on in her hospital, but she doesn't have their charts. She's in the lab. Okay, so she says, um, I have never seen so many patients in my life with such high white blood cell counts. High teens, 20s, and above. Okay, um, meaning they're in the teens, like what Hal Turner was describing is, you know, 17,000. And then the 20s, 21 and above, that type of thing. And so many of normal labs for the number of labs we run. I have to say, I am totally, totally shocked at this. Our patient population is truly sick with whacked out labs to prove it. So see now, guys, it's starting to really have teeth. Whereas before, we could have said, oh, it's a scamdemic. There's nothing after Wuhan, bro. Because, I mean, I don't think Wuhan was all made up. But it was the perfect test bed. 20,000 5G base stations. In concert with COVID-19. But now all of a sudden, ooh, this looks real. This is the fourth witness that I've read you since we started this part that's confirming bad, bad stuff's going on at the hospitals now. So when Drudge publishes a report, now there's more there's more people out there that are saying, yeah, this is the real the, what are you gonna say to that, Mr. Conspiracy Theorist? To me. Oh yeah? I work in a hospital. I see this firsthand every day. That's what the guy said to me on Facebook. And I'm like, I can't argue with you, dude, at this point. You know why? Because he's seen it firsthand. Yeah, they're probably from the contaminated tests, potentially, or some binary tertiary agent, or the fact that they're ramping up 5G. True. But it makes my job harder. It's still a scamdemic. It's still straight from the pit of hell. It's no less evil. It's even more evil. But to them, especially the ones that have drank the COVID-19 Kool-Aid, soon to be the COVID-21 Kool-Aid, and soon to be all the, the, the loving people or all the people wanting the vaccine because now this actually is turning into a big deal. See, this is all by design. They knew that in order to get us into full vaccine compliance or better vaccine compliance they had to have something that was actually real and that was actually really killing people and making people sick and elevating their white counts stuff that could be shown to them where they wouldn't have to fudge the numbers and cook the books anymore to a certain extent not i'm not saying they're not going to fudge the numbers and cook the books but don't you think there's going to be a lot more vaccine compliance now if this continues to perpetuate and get worse You better believe it is. You better believe, and that's what's, it was the biggest thing they've all said. That General Gus Perna, the one that's in charge of Operation Warp Speed, the Trump's right-hand man implementing this thing, that's gonna use the military to, to, to deliver the vaccine with great force and power and roll it out really quick. All, there's these, these new vaccine companies wanting to get emergency orders to get the vaccine out quickly. They're trying to create the greatest um, amount of panic in order to get the highest amount of vaccine compliance, even though the vaccine is what's going to be, it's, it's going to kill you eventually. Or turn you into some type of Nephilim cyborgian hybrid creature that'll be sterile. Or if you did have kids, only God knows what would happen. See, that's all about you. Get, this is all about you, you getting the shot. And they know 
that fear is a tremendous motivator to get people to uh, to motivate people to actually take action. And now, if they can actually say, oh, well, we've got all these people dying, and they're so sick, and all this other stuff. Well, there you go. They got what they wanted. That's where, that's where we're heading here. I hate to say it, but um, that's what it looks like to me. And I wanted to get this teaching out because I haven't, this is something new. I haven't really covered this. Yeah, this is new. This is a new wrinkle. This is the new uh, wrinkle in the next phase they're trying to roll out. So, um, sorry, there's something squeaking here. And I'm, I'm trying to figure what that what it is there. Um, all right, so she says that now that our volume is picking up because we are seeing actual patients now, I've never seen so many with uh, high, high what blood cell counts. The labs are crazy. Uh, she's totally, totally shocked at how truly sick people are with whacked out labs to prove it. Well, the labs aren't going to lie. I mean, when I had somebody come to me for like a clinical nutritional protocol and I would much rather have a full lab panel and preferably a whole bunch of stuff out of range, not because I wanted them to be out of range, but it made my job easier. If, if all their labs were in range and it's like harder to know what to do from a clinical nutritional standpoint because nothing's out of range uh going further i have never seen so many positive drug screens either i used to work for a lab that did nothing but drug testing i am talking about illegal drugs here and the multiple drugs coming up positive is normal well i think that's also a sign of the times people are out of work their jobs have been phased out they're afraid about the COVID. They're stressed out because of all the social distancing, the mask wearing, and the, and the cutting off of human contact, which is all part of the whole thing to bring us into compliance and to bring us to our knees, cut off all human interaction if possible, and then demonize those who aren't going along with the system. Well, yeah, you're going to see an increase in, in all the drugs that people are doing. Of course. That's what you're going to see. So um, let's see here. I'm talking about legal drugs here. Multiple drugs coming up positive is now normal. Negative drug screens are very rare. Wow. Really? Man. What is that? Pharmacia. And the two ways that the Bible says the Antichrist and the false prophet essentially are going to deceive humanity, two of the main ways, are through their sorcery. Root word for sorcery is pharmacia. And they're basically their lying signs and wonders. All the false miracles and stuff like that that they're going to do. We haven't even seen that yet. <laughs> but so many people now are on multiple medications. Just the norm. It's the norm. And I, I do believe most medications have some type of demonic component. Especially if there's any kind of psychotropic and mental aspect to them. So... Um, going further on the subject of clots, she says, many of my patients are on heparin and other anticoagulants and need, and that needs to be mentioned. It is unreal. In my humble opinion, I don't know about death so much. I am st stuck in a room all night by myself. So she doesn't have access to all the other charts to find out whether it's 
people are starting to throw blood clots in that particular hospital. And it might only be in areas that have really high levels of 5G saturation as well. Okay, so anyway, I uh, she says, so I've been wondering about this since we started taking patients again. After shutting down everything due to COVID, I don't have the answers. I don't feel like I have a good enough knowledge base because I had to be retrained after so many years to know what is going on. In my case, you need to remember, there is some sort of military presence here. I don't know what is what it is that they're doing but i believe their activities are affecting the public but i can't but i can't prove this besides the electronic warfare of the enemy uh that i hear from time to time so i don't know when i have something concrete to report on i will do so in the meantime i struggle each night just to keep up with everything okay so now my comment on the these blood clots okay now you heard me mention this earlier um, I've been an alternative doctor, chiropractor that specializes in clinical nutritional supplementation for 27 years. The best thing I found for dissolving and preventing blood clots is natokinase. Simplest thing. Natokinase is an enzyme that breaks down fibrin, the cement that holds clots together. By breaking down fibrin, natokinase thins the blood naturally so that it can flow more smoothly. But it's not doing it like through some chemical like uh, Plavix or Wayfarin or Coumadin, you know. Natokinase is a potent fibrolinic enzyme extract that is from a highly purified traditional Japanese food called natto. It's from the, the, it's fermented soy is what it is. Now, I never tell people to eat soy, but this is an enzyme extracted from a non-GMO soy. Okay, it's an enzyme from fermented fermented is different okay when you ferment something you're changing it and this is all this is just an enzyme they're isolating from the soy so it's not like you're eating soy okay uh the discovery of nanokinase by dr hairu <laughs> yuki sumi had long researched thrombolytic enzymes searching for a natural agent that could successfully successfully dissolve thrombus blood clots associated with cardiac and cerebral infarctions like a stroke in the brain and a heart attack in the heart. Sumi found that when he was looking for, for when natto was dropped onto a artificial thrombus or fibrin in a Petri dish and allowed it to stand at body temperature, the thrombus around the natto dissolved gradually. The thrombus would be like a blood clot. Dissolved gradually and completely dissolved within 18 hours. And it has a very similar effect in the body. Okay, that's how it works. It dissolves these thrombuses, or these blood clots, in the body naturally, though. Uh, Sumi named the new discovered enzyme natokinase, which means enzyme in natto. Dr. Sumi commented that the natokinase showed a potency match by no other enzyme. Natokinase can help prevent hardening of the arteries with an oral dose as little as 100 mig migs a day. Now, I will give you a warning here. And I, I learned this kind of the hard way because it caused my dad to die. I was giving my dad natokinase, okay? He, I think he was taking that. Whether he was taking it every day or whether he was taking it right, I don't know. But he said he was taking it. So I'm going to take his word on that. He ended up dying of a massive heart attack. Now, natokinase is not the primary thing I would do if you had placking of the arteries. My dad had bad placking of the arteries. I can remember going to the chiropractor. In fact, it was the chiropractor that got me, well led me to the lord 
and the one I went back to practice with, I remember going back to him, Dr. Paul, and he. I remember the day he did the um, anterior to posterior cervical x-ray of my dad. And he put the x-ray up and he said, this isn't good. And it had nothing to do with his, his bones, it had nothing to do with his skeletal structure. You could literally see my dad's carotid arteries on the x-ray. You know what that means? That means he had such high level of placking in his carotid arteries that they visualized on a stinking x-ray. That is really, really bad. That means he had a really high level of placking. And that was like, like in the early 80s. And he lived till 2008. He should have died. And I, I do firmly believe that had he not done what I, the, the protocols I put him on, he would have died a long, long, long time ago of a massive heart attack, which he did eventually die of. But the day that I realized, I gave him two things to do. Now, I, I had him on a supplement program, but he was doing the natokinase, but that's not primarily for reversing arterial placking. Yes, it's a nice thing to have in there. Yes, it keeps your blood flowing. And yes, it does break down blood clots. And it will end up tend, tend to lower your blood pressure because if your blood is thinner, it's easier to pump. Okay? But the primary thing you do to actually deplaque the arteries aggressively is the EDTA chelation, preferably the IV. Had a doctor back there in Naples. I think he's still there, Dr. Pinkle. Used to refer my patients to him. He was an MD that did IV chelation. It wasn't cheap. It wasn't fun. It was time consuming. It was expensive, but it got the job done. Saved a lot of lives. Again, now there's the three versions. There's the suppository, there's the oral, and there's the IV. IV is the gold standard. Suppository is the next best thing. And oral is like, if you're on a budget and you can't, whatever um i had given my dad the oral to do because i couldn't get him to do the iv and i didn't know about the suppository i don't even know if it was out there at the time and literally the night my dad had this massive heart attack and he was complaining about chest pains i went to the to the vitamin cabinet in, in his house and the natto i took out the natokinase bottle yeah okay he'd been taking that but then i i looked at up there and there's that bottle of edta chelation i gave him like a year ago told him to keep doing it and it's still sealed in the package i'm like dad you haven't been taking this he's like no i haven't i'm like well that's the reason that you're having a heart attack right now because you've done nothing to really deep that is not enough and he was not watching what he ate I mean, Taylor was, Taylor was like his little, you know, he'd send Taylor in to do candy runs in, in the Walgreens stores and stuff. Oh, Taylor, go, go buy grandpa a monster bag of, of, of M&Ms and all these other treats that he conveniently hid around the house that I didn't know about. And I think my mom knew about it, but you know, they were under all the stress. They were losing their company. I told the story before. It was a 10-year process. They got evicted. The, the, the week that my dad had the heart attack, they were getting kicked out of their house. They had for like 25 years. And they put like, you know, over 
I don't even know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars into this house and, and they were going to lose it all and it was just too much. And the, you know, But my dad was set up to, to, I mean, he was set up from the early 80s to have a massive heart attack. It's an absolute miracle he lived as long as he did. It's particularly when, you know, he's just copiously eating all kind of candy on the side, which is making his, he had diabetes, making his blood sugar go through the roof, which is increasing your triglycerides, which is just going to plaque you up quicker than anything that you're going to do. Totally plaque you up. That's, that's the way you do it. It's through the carbs, especially the sugary stuff. And I'm like, dad, I'm like, I can't believe you weren't taking this EDTA chelation. I'm like, it's, the, it's not even the, the really good, but it probably would have saved your life. You wouldn't be having, a, you know, but it was too late. But then he had the, the massive heart. I think I gave him maybe a dose of it then. It was too little too late. And then that night he had that massive heart attack. He was gone within a day. So, um, if you want to hear about like that whole thing though, how I was able to lead both my mom and my dad to the Lord, kind of through death, through their deaths, within like a one year period, just key in passing in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com and you'll hear about that. Let me see my mom's passing, my dad's passing. So, natokinase is not a substitute for EDTA chelation, no matter what version of that you do. It's a nice compliment, but you never do natokinase with a blood thinner medication like Plavix or Coumadin or Wayfarin because your blood will thin too much. I I've done natokinase before and cut myself and the thing won't stop bleeding. I know this stuff works, okay? <laughs> I mean, it it's, it's crazy. You know, your blood like water on that stuff. And I mean, I do, what I do right now is just one a day. I do one natokinase and I do a serapeptase. And I mean, I don't remember to do it every day, but when I get up, I try, and I always do them on an empty stomach. Because you want to take enzymes, which these are like systemic enzymes. They're not enzymes you take to digest food. They're enzymes you want to get into your bloodstream undigested so that they can do their thing. And the body will prioritize wherever they need to go. So I do serapeptase. Now, the now natokinase I carry has a little bit of serapeptase in it. And serapeptase is awesome too because it breaks down scar tissue. The natokinase I carry also has rutin in it. And rutin is very, very good to strengthen the blood vessels. So you're getting a little bit of everything. And the serapeptase will break down any scar tissue in the body. And I also do a separate one um, just from injuries I've had in the past. But... Um, Anyway, going forward here. Oh, oh my word. I'm so far over on time already. Okay. I, I got to finish this out though. Um, let's see here. So Dr. Sumi, um, he said that you can prevent hardening of the arteries. Now, I think you could, you could probably prevent it with as little as 100 milligrams a day. But I don't think you can reverse it. If you're all placked up, I would not rely on natokinase to deplaque your arteries. It's just not the route I'd go. Okay, and then furthermore, it is now documented that natokinase can prevent blood clots on long-distance flights, which happens to a lot of people, you know. And um, so, and then he gives a reference for angiology, volume fifty-four, number five, or you know, number fifty-four. Anyway. Um, blood pressure rises as the heart compensates for aging. 
Preliminary studies show that natokinase lowers blood pressure by an average of 24 points. That's pretty significant. Well, let's face it. As the blood thickens, and a lot of times people have thicker blood as they age more. Well, if you could thin the blood out. if Okay, if you're trying to pump ketchup through a rubber pipe as opposed to pumping water, don't you think it's going to take more pressure to pump ketchup through that rubber pipe than it would to pump water through it? Well, that's the same concept. The natokinase gets your blood a lot thinner, okay? And so that's why you wouldn't want to take it with another blood thinner because it would thin it too much. Um, natokinase is backed by research. It has had been the subject of 17 different studies, both including two small human trials. Its properties closely resemble that of plasmin, the body's primary clot-dissolving agent. Research in the United States by Dr. Mart Martin Milner of the Center for Natural Medicine in Portland, Oregon, and Dr. McKees of the McKees Clinic in Kyoto, Japan, were able to launch a joint research project on natokinase and write an extensive paper on their findings. In all my years of research as a professor for cardiovascular and pulmon pulmonary medicine, natto and natokinase represents the most exciting new development in the, in the prevention and treatment of cardiovascular-related diseases, Dr. Milner said. Then he go, went on to say, we have finally found a potent natural agent that can thin and dissolve clots effectively with relative safety and without side effects. Natokinase not only dissolves clots, but it can prevent them. Oh, yeah. If it's going to dissolve them, you're surely going to prevent them. Natokinase supplements may prevent you from needing more aggressive drugs like Wayfarin and Coumadin therapy, which is rat poison. Okay. Also, if you're suffering from or risk for thrombosis, coronary heart disorders, phlebitis, edema, serious varicose veins, and circulatory problems, the first product to consider would be natokinase. Now, varicose veins, it's more complicated, okay? Because varicose veins is usually caused from two things. A combination of a very congested liver, which is creating back pressure into the portal artery or vein coming up into the bottom of the liver, essentially, from the lower extremities and it creates back pressure if the liver is congested it's like having an oil filter that's all gummed up and it's going to create back pressure so that can cause varicose veins and it can also cause hemorrhoids okay it can also varicose veins and hemorrhoids can also be from weak veins so in that case you detox the liver and then you support the veins so you go you go on a good liver detox and then natokinase would be really, really good to do on that as well for the reasons they stayed. The one, the one I carry actually has rutin in it, which will strengthen the veins. I also highly, highly advise colonsonia root with that or um, stone root. I, I can't get colonsonia anymore. You might be able to get straight colonsonia root from um, standard process though. But I do have, I do have one that's kind of a crossover. Uh, but see, supply chains breaking down, stuff like that. It's harder to get stuff now. Anyway, I got a whole newsletter I did on that. So if you want that newsletter, just email me. Just request that newsletter on varicose veins or hemorrhoids because that's one of the easiest things to help. But if you don't help it and you just leave the liver congested, well, it's always going to end bad. Always. Because the liver affects everything. So... Um, Anyway, varicose veins, circulatory problems, the first product to consider would be natokinase. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. 
That is because this oral systemic enzyme formula has been shown to have strong clinical and scientific evidence of helping these conditions I listed above. Always take it on an empty stomach. I mean, you could take it with food, but it's just going to probably be used up in the enzyme pattern pathway of the food thing. And it's not going to do you any really good. Uh, don't take it with other blood thinners, medications. Uh, this is the one I carry. Uh, da Vinci Labs Natokinase Plus that... The price I carry it for is the exact price up on Amazon. So I don't, I'm not gouging anybody. I'm charging the same price. If you do order from us, you're supporting the ministry as well. Um, and what does it do? It promotes blood flow. Natokinase Plus with Serapeptase supports healthy blood flow throughout the body, including your heart and brain. It nourishes your tissues with oxygen. Ah, might that be really, really important right now? When they're trying to cut off our oxygen flow with the masks and with the 5G, it must be really important for Satan to cut off our oxygen flow right now. This sounds like one of the best supplements you could possibly do to counteract that. Okay, another one that's really good is Cataplex E2 by Standard Process. Now, I don't carry that line anymore, but that's another one that specifically is for getting more oxygen into your system. The people in the know that climb Mount Everest or these high mountains will take extra iron, usable iron, like standard process says fair food. I use iron response from innate, they're food-based. And then they, a lot of the expeditions would take Cataplex E2 because it makes your blood oxygen levels go up. So it's good for athletics, all, all kind of stuff. I don't carry that one, but um, you, you know, you probably find it on Amazon. I don't like Amazon. Um, but other than that, you're going to have to go to a doctor to get it. That's what stinks about it. Might be able to find it on eBay. I don't know. Uh, because you're supposed to get it from a doctor. That's why. Uh, anyway, uh, it keeps your blood vessels healthy. The natokinase, the serapeptase keep your, well, and the, the rutin, rutin is the main thing that's going to really keep your blood vessels healthy, capillaries, arteries flexible during aging, bioflavonoids in general, which is a lot connected with like vitamin C usually. Um, that's very, very good for the healthy blood vessels and these types of things. And then uh, it also strengthens your blood vessels. And um, it was previously only avail available through doctors. This supplement for circulation is now available directly to you. So anyway, I give you all that information. Uh, well, I guess I'm going to try to get as much done as I can before we get to the 140 mark. Um, anyone who, and this is the next report, anyone who understands these lockdowns were never about health, but about control, know that the first lockdowns didn't quite devastate the middle class to the point that the elitists need them to. Lockdown's coming. 22 states already in lockdown. So again, this is what we're seeing. We're seeing this ratcheting up of everything. Another round of lockdowns is coming in order for the rulers to usher in the new world order through chaos and poverty. This is straight up nothing short of economic terrorism and is being done by the government. Uh, Greg Manorano said in, a, in this report, and I'm not going to play it, but it says they want people desperate. People aren't desperate enough. Yeah, I agree. These lockdowns serve two purposes. One, they keep up the facade and continue to keep the masses in a panicked state of fear. And two, they finish off the middle class impoverishing enough people that they will willingly enslave themselves for the universal basic income pittance in the form of a digital dollar that the elites can track, trace, and control. Yeah, that's another thing. The UBI ain't going to be, they're not paying you in cash. It's all going to be digital, you know, currency. They basically tabulate out of thin air. 
But in order to keep this, the show going and get people to buy into the scam, states are locking down again. 22 states have issued additional orders that trample people's basic human rights. Those states are Minnesota, Maryland, California, Iowa, Wisconsin, Utah, Rhode Island, Michigan, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Illinois, Colorado, Idaho, Florida, New York, New Jersey. I don't know why they don't have North Carolina in here. We, we've, we're under that as well to a certain extent. Uh, Pennsylvania, Texas, Kentucky, Mississippi, Nebraska, New Mexico. The destruction of rights is well underway for a second time. They are really desperate to keep us keep us in this scam at all costs. This has never been about health. The elitists do not uh, care about our health and whether we continue to live on this planet or not. They only want power. Well, they want us dead too. Come on. Wake up and stay protected. Um, then there's this one. Uh, my listener, my longtime listener, when I go out and we go out and pray over these cursed sites, uh, he says, I just got off break and I heard they released a day crew at 3 p.m. because someone got sick. He works at like this this place where they make boxes, all these kind of different boxes, okay? And he says they brought in a cleaning crew, meaning the day whole day crew was released because somebody supposedly got COVID-19, essentially. He says they brought in a cleaning crew and it was $8,000 to clean and it took less than two hours to do it. I am in the wrong business. <laughs> clean, you clean these cold viruses, meaning a coronavirus is a cold virus. Clean the cold viruses off stuff with bleach water, but you're, you're in a hazmat suit so it makes you look official and charge close to $4,000 an hour. What a scam. Yeah. Can you imagine how many people are getting rich off that? But see, that that $8,000 they had to pay out, that's got to be translated into the products they're putting out. They can't just absorb that. I mean, I would think what it would mean is that everything with all the prices of everything would start skyrocketing. I mean, you can't get on a plane. I, I've been hearing some broadcasts and it's like, yeah, I wanted to fly to... Uh, like from Australia to USA, and it's $11,000 per ticket. I've heard that from multiple sources. 11000 and that was the cheapest one per ticket. Sounds reasonable to me. Who couldn't afford to fly now? Well, they got to charge when they got to have like everybody around you separated, so now they've got to charge exorbitant rates because they can only allow so many people on the plane or whatever total insanity next report uh new york bar declares if voluntary vaccinations are not successful they will be 100 mandated for everyone in new york state new yorkers won't have the option to turn down the vaccination even if they have philosophical religious or personal reasons well, that means vaccination by gunpoint so you know that's that's about as real as it possibly can get vaccination by gunpoint I mean, I, I don't know what other way to, to possibly interpret that at this point. Um, let me see here. New York Bar declares if voluntary vaccinations fall short of producing needed levels of population immunity, even though that's the exact thing they're trying, the exact opposite thing they're actually trying to achieve. They're trying to achieve maximum defilement and contamination rate of the population. And then they'll blame all the horrific side effects and all the deaths from the vaccines on those that aren't vaccinated. That's how this goes, guys. They will be 
if if they okay so if the 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 voluntary vaccines fall short of producing needed levels of population immunity they will be 100 percent mandated for everyone in new york state i mean you talk about total insanity next report a listener sent this to me uh governor mike dewin of ohio just threatened closure business closure with other businesses if they don't mandate every customer wear a mask he has also attacked private gatherings and actually said no dancing allowed at any gathering a lot of places you can't sing in church anymore at all that's forbidden he also said no removing a mask at private or public gatherings unless you're actively eating or drinking boy i they need their mask nazis out in mass to enforce this stuff we need to be put under the boot of satan that's the whole problem with everything we don't have enough of the boot of satan across our necks guys that's what this is all boiling down to sorry anyway um well satanically that's what they they feel uh so you you have you can't remove your mask even at private gatherings now in ohio you're not supposed to unless you're actively eating or drinking and don't let the mask nazi catch you if you're not eating or drinking without a mask on or i mean i just think they should empower them with like high-powered weapons and just judge jury and execution take care of the person right there right in front of everybody and that will be a example for everybody there that they never, ever, ever defy Big Brother and do exactly as they're told. Then he says, Scott, I pray your spiritual warfare prayers every day. Thanks for being a light in these dark times ahead. God bless. Yeah, God bless you, man. Um, then Maryland Department of Health launches MD COVID smartphone alerts. And this is uh, another one sent to me by a listener. This is straight from the Department of Health in Maryland. This is their actual communique. I'm reading straight from it. Marylanders can now use the MD COVID alert to receive COVID-19 exposure notifications on their smartphones. Oh, whoopee! Wonderful. The Maryland Department of Health today announced that the launch of COVID, and this was on November 10th, 2020. So like 12 days ago. They announced today the launch of the MD COVID alert, the official COVID-19 exposure notifications express system of Maryland. MD COVID alert uses Bluetooth low energy solution technology to quickly notify users who might been exposed to someone who tested positive for COVID-19 with the goal of reducing infections in Maryland. What a lie from the pit of hell that is. MD COVID alert complements our traditional contact tracing efforts to notify users of possible exposure to help contain the virus. Again, more stinking lies from the pit of hell. I encourage Marylanders to use MD COVID alert to help protect the people around them, including those they might not even know directly. Starting today, Marylanders with an iPhone or Android smartphone will receive push notification inviting them to receive exposure notification alerts. You know, if I was you, I'd get rid of your smartphone. But if not, make sure you've done everything to make sure and none of this stuff is enabled. And I would and I would still be carrying your your iPhones in those those blocker pouches, especially if you're around a lot of people. I'd only use them when you have to away from people iPhone users will be able to opt in by enabling exposure notifications in their phone settings and selecting Maryland as their region. Android Android users will be prompted to opt in by installing the MD COVID Alert app from the Google Play Store. 
MD COVID alert is available at no cost and is voluntary. And then my comment is until it's not voluntary. <laughs> yeah. Users can disable exposure notifications at any time. On a daily basis, a user's phone downloads a list of random IDs associated with verified positive COVID-19 cases and checks them against the random user IDs that they um that they have encountered in the last two days. So you better not get too close to somebody. Cause if you do and, and you got this app on your phone, guess what? You're gonna get a visit from the COVID police. Oh yeah, you are. And it's gonna be a fun one. Um uh so it compares it these users' IDs and that they've encountered in the last two days and um that they've encountered in the last two days prior to test positive or symptom onset. If there is a match, the system will notify the users of the date of exposure and you will be gut shot upon um, your your visit to the, uh, to the COVID police. Sorry, I just put that in there. Anyway, no other information of exposure is shared. Oh, I believe Satan. I do. I believe no other information regarding all the smartphone data mining and gathering is shared i'm sure nothing is we can trust satan right sure we can users who receive an exposure notification alert are advised to get tested monitor their health for symptoms and quarantine oh absolutely absolutely i'm gonna try to get one more thing in here british army to begin covid19 scamdemic testing and barcoding children at school this week without parental consent yeah uh, as thousands of people in the UK this past weekend protested the new COVID lockdowns, the British Army is planning on rolling out a massive new COVID testing initiative Initiative this week in Liverpool. Remember I talked about Liverpool? Yeah, this is it. Seeking to test a half million people in the program. They want to test every single person in Liverpool uh, that will be rolled out to the entire nation if successful. And that's why the people in Liverpool need to be fighting this tooth and nail. As part of the initiative, a letter was sent out to the parents of children attending Broad Green International School, letting them know that their child would be tested by the military even without their consent. Now, the letter's here, okay? And for time purposes, I'm not going to read all this. You can read it yourself. But it basically said what I just said. They're going to be tested without parental consent. Now, then this goes on to say, so the Liverpool-based Broad Green International School is the privileged is in the privileged position of running a pilot scheme with Public Health England that will bring in the military to run COVID-19 tests, uh, test children without getting parental consent first, identify each individual with a unique barcode. Oh, whoa, we're really getting Mark of the Beast now, and then isolate isolate and secure anyone who tests positive. It's all bleak. It's all pretty bleak reading, and we suggest you download a copy of it. And here's a link to that, just in case they try to retract it. This is one scheme at one school for now, but there's no reason to assume it would. It will stay that way. The only guarantee, the only way to guarantee it does not spread, is to denounce it loudly. The U.S. military is also preparing to distribute to distribute new COVID-19 vaccines in the U.S. as part of funding from Operation Warp Speed via Trump. The Trump administration. So you can be sure the U.S. government and the governments around the world are closely watching Liverpool this week to see how compliant the sheeple people public will be to surrender their liberties to the medical tyrants. 
Update. Apparently, after much negative feedback from parents and the public, the school has backed down and now stated they will only test students who have parental consent. Well, praise the Lord Jesus Christ for that. A new letter was published Sunday, November 8, 2020, to replace the letter published here that was released on Friday. Now, the letter, you're going to see the original letter they sent out, which is what they wanted to do, but now they've had to backtrack, thank God. So, resistance is not futile. So, actually, that was all I was wanting to cover for today. I didn't think I'd get to the end of it. Praise God. I'm way over on time. But, Lord willing, God bless you. And we will see you in the next audio.